Uh, is this recorded by chance? I don't know. I mean, I see the option available. Should we? So it's you, up to. Do you think Shannon would be upset? <laughs> I, I have been saying no. I've been instructed to say no photos, videos, recording at all my events. Um, okay. but I, that's what I had thought. The University of Richmond just wrapped up their week-long event called Pleasure Fest. And let's just say we have some moles on the inside. What you just saw was University of Richmond employee Kaylin Tingle. She identifies as they, them. And she discussed how they had been instructed not to have any record, video, or photograph of any of these events. Why is that? Isn't a university supposed to be transparent and have healthy and robust dialogues on issues? Clearly, the university wants to hide its radical agenda from the public, not to mention donors and parents. Isn't this duplicious and dishonest? Now, as a law school alum, I was curious as to why U of R had an event with the exact same name as Hedonisms, the sex resort in Jamaica, their annual sex festival. The more I dug, the worse it got. What was being deceitfully framed as sex education really was an excuse to advocate dangerous sexual kink culture bondage, domination, and sadomasochism, and radical activism. This is the new big trend when academic elites talk about sex. It's kinks and fetishes all the way down, and I mean all the way down to young teens. By pretending to fly under the guise of sexual education, Teen Vogue and Cosmo literally pen articles about rape kinks and cannibalism fetishes in an attempt to normalize these perversions. But these things are not normal and expose young people, all people, to harmful and dangerous activities. Why would U of R promote and platform these things? I knew the school would never sincerely talk to me about these events, so I sent in one of our many moles. So, Stu, tell us about the phone calls you made. Well, the strangest thing to me that occurred on the phone calls was the mixed response I got from the school. Some staff members said it was a real event. I was a little bit confused by something called Pleasure Fest. What is a Pleasure Fest? That's an event um, that's sponsored by our uh, department, and I'm happy to transfer you over there. Is it what department sponsors it? Our wellness department. Wellness department. Okay, so like physical wellness? Yeah. Okay. Physical, yeah, it's like it encompasses all the, it's the gym, the health center, our, um, on our TAPS program. It's an event that's going on, I guess, right now. You know, we were thinking about coming up for an event over her spring break. And um, it's one of the events at Pleasure Fest is something with Dirty Lola. So, yeah, so, so, um, 
dirty as Lola will be just addressed at the event. So basically, the pleasure fest is um, supposed to be a sex Okay. Um, I'm not trying to be crude. Um, do you know what a dirty Lola is? Um, it's, that's, I believe that's the name of the speaker. It's um, I'm not trying to be crude here, but um, it's also slang for a woman who likes to get gang banged. You know. Oh, I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, you know, as a dad, uh, you can understand why that would be uncomfortable for me, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. No, I'm. I have no no knowledge of the yeah. event or um, the programming at all. This yeah. is really okay. the first time that I've um, heard about it. And then just one more quick question: Is this a club thing? Like, what? Is, join us for Care's Pleasure Fest. Um. So I believe that that is run by the uh, the office that coordinates like health but the center sponsoring and running it the well-being center denied it even existed university recreation this is amari speaking how may i help you hey there um my daughter just got into ur and we were looking to come up for an event and i was directed to speak with you about pleasure fest so i'm just trying to understand what pleasure fest is pleasure guest Pleasure Fest. I'm sorry, could you repeat that one more time for me? Pleasure Fest. Fest. Um, I'm not sure about what that is. Let me see if I can get someone. Let me see if I can get someone who knows what that is. Just give me one second. Okay. Hi, sir. Are you there? Yes. Um, can you just give me a bit more information about where you heard about this from? Sure. So if you go to the calendar of events on this week, there's something called uh, Pleasure Fest 2023 with someone called Dirty Lola, um, which is a slang that I knew growing up for a woman who likes to get gangbanged, not to be crude. So I was just curious if this is a university-sponsored event or a club-sponsored event. I'm kind of just confused about what it is. You know, my daughter has her heart set on this school, but when I read something like that, um, makes me a little bit uncomfortable as her father. Uh, that is, I can assure you that's not a university-sponsored event, and I'm looking on our calendar and I don't see anything about that. Um, so I don't know. Um, what I, I just want to have you rest assured that that's not a university sponsored event. Um, there's nothing more I can really say about that. It's not something that we do here. And that's why I was trying to find someone who could give me more information, but um, no one knew what, what that was. So that's not something we do here. When I called back and let Nikki Pugh, one of the administrative aides in the president's office, know that I was told by the wellness staff that it didn't even exist. She tried to track down the two staff members directly in charge of the Pleasure Fest event for me, one Kaylin Tingle and a Heather Sadowski. It's the health promotion area, 
because they're responsible for offering the programs for the student education. Okay. So it's Kaylin Tingle and Heather Sadowski, but they all report up to Tom Roberts, obviously. So any of them could answer those questions better than I can. Okay. Let's go over their bios real quick. Kaylin Tingle, parens, pronouns, they, them, theirs, has been involved in anti-violence work in RVA for over a decade. They, as a pronoun, is the Healthy Relationships and Violence Prevention Educator at the U of R. Kaylin worked at VCU for over five years in violence prevention and advocacy. Kaylin approaches violence prevention through a social justice and trauma-informed lens. Heather oversees all aspects of health promotion, employee and student well-being, well-being center operations, and the Center for Awareness, Response, and Education, Perrin Care, as UR's Director of Health Promotion. She even teaches group fitness classes. Despite one of the administrative aides in the president's office leaving a message for them to get back to Stu, they never did. BDSM, bondage, domination, sadomasochism, is when some brute beats your daughter while having sex. Why is the University of Richmond dead set on promoting this? Stu was posing as a father whose daughter recently got into UR. He told them that as a father, he was concerned about this being promoted to his daughter. You would imagine they would want to ease these fears. Tingle's bio states she's an expert on violence prevention. Okay, so why does Pleasure Fest platform Dirty Lola? Here, Lola is talking about being beat during sex. And do you orgasm at all when it's just the pain, no sex? Not in the way, not in like a clitoral kind of, oh my God, this is an orgasm way, but I experience a level of pleasure that is akin to having an orgasm. So the way you feel after you have like a really hard, good orgasm is how I feel after I've been beaten that same kind of like, oh my God, this is so like good. Lightheaded, I need yeah. to like, you wanna maybe fall asleep for a little bit, You're, mm -hmm. yeah, that. That comes, and a lot of times if I'm doing a really good heavy pain scene, I don't even want sex. Cause I'm such, it's that same spent feeling, like my body has already gone through that. Here's Dirty Lola saying, you can't trust people in the kinky community cause sluts, just want to have sex with you. Like, how do we assess our risk? And like, mm -hmm. sluts can't assess shit. We don't have anything. Like, we don't have yeah. a metric. We don't have a metric of truth. Because if, if you're going to lie about right. a bunch of stuff in order to have sex with me, you're going to lie about where you've been, who you've seen. Mm -hmm. Here is Dirty Lola talking about BDSM tops doing more harm than good. If you're with the right person, because not everybody is helpful like this, because I've had my share of like shitty tops um, who were hurtful and did probably did more damage than they did good. That's a powerful statement from one who proclaims to enjoy getting beaten and abused during sex. But see, despite all the feel-good gobbledygook in Miss Tingle's bio, she's actually for violence. And especially, it seems, violence against women.
You know, and it raises this question. If your partner is willing to beat you during sex, even with your consent, what does that say about them? Let's take all gender out of the equation. Is consent a legal defense in regards to any kind of battery? No, of course not. Is it possible that people prone to violence and with a desire to beat women and even men would be attracted to the BDSM community for the wrong reasons? Yes, I have heard this anecdotally from peers. I've seen videos from still active BDSM participants online discussing the toxicity within the community. Today, we're going to be talking about red flags in BDSM. When I really look at the vast majority of male doms who have any sort of, who take up any sort of space at a lot of these events, a lot of them aren't great people. Yeah, like a week later, the hair is like taking pictures of me like in lingerie with my bruises and like, we're not going to call this domestic violence. We're just, we're going to turn this, if you will, into sort of a kinky erotic thing. And I have heard countless intellectuals from all sides of the political spectrum weigh in on the dangers of this being mainlined as a culture. I do not think this is a conservative or liberal issue. I see this as being concerned about the physical and mental well-being of people at the end of the day. Why won't someone at the University of Richmond, like Kaylin Tingle, denounce this and say, yes, it is violent? In the end, I ended up speaking with Dr. Steve D. Basisi, who is the Vice President of Student Development at the University of Richmond. It was clear that he had been coached and he wouldn't really directly answer any of my questions concerning BDSM being violent against my fictional daughter or why someone with a stage name that's a synonym for a woman who enjoys being gangbanged be talking to students. I Googled Pleasure Fest on Google, and the first thing that popped up was hedonism, which I guess is a sex resort. Well, I don't know. That wasn't a topic this year. I don't remember that being a topic. I don't know why. Um, I mean, we had um, uh, various topics, but we didn't have that, and we didn't have... Um, what, is it like the same umbrella? No, no. I mean, it's, it's all under the umbrella of, you know, sex positivity, healthy relationships, consensual relationships, avoiding violence. We have, you know, a number of populations on campus, transgender, LGBTQ, um, work very hard at avoiding sexual violence or non-consensual that turn into awful sexual assault situation in colleges. So, so it's like part of the education the process, but it's also a part of the fact that our students get involved in peer groups that do programming for their fellow students. Um, so like this dirty Lola person is like a BDSM expert and that is, so is that violence? I mean, that's kind of like the confusing thing, like to me as a father where, you know, growing up, you know, dirty Lola and I'm not trying to be crude here. Uh, Dirty Lola was a slang term for a woman who liked to be gangbanged. And, you know, like, and I'm, I'm sure as a father, you can understand my uncomfortable. I mean, my, my uh, daughter's a senior at Richmond is about to graduate, and I have another that graduated down at Corbin. And, uh, you know, we, it, it, that's, I, I watched her last night. She's been on Netflix and HBO and um, doesn't talk about uh, gangbang or anything like that. She talks about 
relationships. Uh, it talks about, um, uh, you know, bias towards transgender students and LGBTQ he just kept repeating to me i didn't see anything like that in any of these events the pleasure fest name was just meant to be provocative according to him so but it's like with many programs or even the faculty when they do their programs or have their speakers a lot of times the titles are very provocative and stuff with college students events. and i think the cc was framing this as something special for lgbtq students at ur as a smokescreen meant to scare me away. This wasn't a pride event. It was their sex education week, which concerned sex for gay people as well, but it was for everyone on campus, you know? And being on Netflix like Dirty Lola has isn't a defense to me. Cuties was also on Netflix and a lot of people were mad about that and saw that as sexually exploiting young women, people who are minors. The university isn't immune to criticism. I'm a younger guy. I'm fairly libertarian. This isn't fuzzy handcuffs in the bedroom or deeply passionate sex that they're talking about. As you saw, Dirty Lola wants to physically be beat during sex and has even discussed needle play. And actually, because again, in a kink setting, because somebody was like, you let somebody put needles in your back who you didn't know. And I was like, yeah, but we had a whole conversation. This is someone who, in my opinion, has been through something deeply traumatic. And I think therapy, not BDSM, is the answer. And for the University of Richmond not to immediately pick up on the fact that this is a damaged person is scary to me. If they know they messed up, apologize to the community. But hiding in your ivory tower isn't going to make this just go away. Hiding is what they do best. Let's go over some other examples. They changed the poster for Pleasure Fest. Why did they remove the drag show from the poster? Was it because some parents might object? They added legalese to every event, which was a direct response to my article, implying that the board could be legally liable if any student was harmed practicing BDSM and came forward about it. And the kicker, as you saw in the beginning, why did Kaylin Tingle say they had been instructed not to record or photograph any pleasure fest event I, I have been saying no i've been instructed to say no photos videos recording at all my events so university of richmond i once again asked what are you trying to hide because from the outside looking in it looks like your president and board of trustees is too cowardly to police the radicals on your staff this controversy isn't going away. We have a treasure trove of new material on how far off the rails the University of Richmond has slid. This train wreck makes East Palestine, Ohio look like the Garden of Eden. Tune in this Sunday because we infiltrated the lecture unapologetically fat. <laughs> a body positivity panel discussion with women of color and we'll be sharing the footage with you on Sunday. Right, what does health status actually mean? Um, and if we were to instead think about a fat uh, utopia or fat liberation perspective or a disability justice perspective, um, care looks very different. That's problematic!